Pumped at thickness time. Pumped at thickness. Uh, poopy duty time. We got yeah. Peter, Darren, Thomas. Peter, Darren, Thomas. They're all here. Yeah. Sort of. Except Peter couldn't make it because he uh, got AIDS. Welcome to PDT. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Welcome to the PDT Podcast, uh, where we talk, talk about, about wholesome things, like Jesus, yeah, or AIDS. Well, everything and anything. <laughs> and nothing at all. Yeah. That'll be our first t-shirt. I don't think we're ever going to get that far. Thanks, man. Hey, hey, no. I love the I'll make t-shirts for the Sorry. three of us, and our PDT four podcast. or five people who care enough about, about us to listen. It's good advertisement. People will be like, oh, what is what's that? that? What's oh, that? What, what does PDT stand for? And they'll Particularly be like, Particularly dynamic talk talk. Peter, Darren, <laughs> Thomas, uh, R.I.D. Hmm, particularly dynamic talk talk. Talk talk. I like that. That's two T's though. Unless you give yeah. it a dang old yeah. hyphen. Yeah, there's a hyphen. Obviously. Big dang hyphen. Well, um, so <laughs> last week we filmed. <laughs> filmed. filmed. Uh, recorded uh, episode one of PDT, and it's still That's being true. edited. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and right now we're recording episode two because we feel that oh. we're very ambitious. Is Let's see what's what this going is? On. Man, we're. So I'm anarcho-social. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> he believes in uh, <clears throat> strong centralized government. Actually, I'm heavily powered by people. I'm I'm just a, a Heaven's Gate uh, culter. It's fair. A real Branch Davidian type. <laughs> Branch Davidian. They're the uh, Kool Aid people. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Wait, they were called Branch Davidian. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What do you think they were? Moonies. Maybe that's that something like very different. That's uh, universalists. Oh, really? Who believe <laughs> that if you want to go to heaven, you have to get married, and you have to learn Vietnamese. Hey, that's true. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I we, believe. Should we talk about that? <laughs> so, universalists or the Moonies, as I understand them, which uh-huh. is a very, like, surface-level understanding, is that... Would you fact-check him? I can't. You my, go for it. My... My internet isn't working. I just for the for the the good of the for the um, integrity of this podcast. No, go for it. Yeah, and anyone who's listening, feel free to fact check me. This was I learned this in a religion class at Johns County Community College. So take it with a grain of salt, right? <laughs> but he, the guy, said when God created Adam and Eve. He said, this is the perfect marriage. This is the perfect couple that's going to like be the leaders of my people. Mm-hmm. And then sin and the devil and Eve screwed it up when Eve had sex with the devil oh, in the garden. Yeah, real <laughs> sweet <mean>, stuff. <laughs> that was true. Snack. Anyway. <laughs> that was true. That uh, would be kind of a big deal. <laughs> right? So he basically said, well, this is a wash. And then just sort of like tried again with that the earth away right and then said all right noah you and your wife are going to be the new couple that leads my people and so they were for a little while and then noah started to like the booze 
Mm. And so that fell through. And then they're like, okay, let's just take a break for a while. And then God brought out Jesus. And Jesus was like, I got to find myself a wife. And then I can be the couple that God wants to have lead his people. And then they crucified him. And now this guy whose name is, I think, like, Sung Young Moon, something like that, which is what they call the Moonies. Okay. Is uh, him and his wife are supposed to be the quote new couple. So did he have like a like a bachelor type reality show where he chose his wife? Jesus? No. Oh, Sun <laughs> no. Young Moon. <laughs> also, <laughs> like the real world, right? Or or world catching Jerusalem. Kelsey? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <gasps> Sorry. Uh, no. So he uh, starts in the fifties. <laughs> yeah. So he. I hate that this is real. So what's weird about that, the, the weirdest thing from what I understand is that his <clears throat> son was supposed to like lead the church after this guy died. Mm-hmm. And he died in like a car wreck or something when he was 20 or hmm. something like that. And because to get to heaven you have to be married, they married him pos- posthumously. Really? Right. So they can do that. But so. the issue is that there was this guy from like... Ethiopia, mm-hmm. who showed up and was like, I'm your son! And they were like, what? <laughs> and he was what? like, no, seriously, I'm your son! <laughs> and so they're like, oh, here's your wife! You should meet her! <laughs> you should meet her now! Right. And so that's like the whole dynamic of the church. Wow, man, that's amazing. It's sounds... So, well, how would... How? That's a great no, question. I just... You know, marriage is... Garbage. <laughs> Real well, talks about his uh, tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this Sun, Sun, Sun Young Moon? Sun yeah, Moon. that's right. Moon. Sun Young Moon. Mostly talks about uh, when he moved there and then when he got sued for not doing taxes. Hmm. <laughs> right. And then they have these big, like, group weddings in, in the religion where you basically get paired up by the church and you don't really know your wife because they believe that the man, you know what the moon pick, that moon picks out oh, your wife for you right which oh. is probably not true i really like there's there's got to be some there's a, there's a plus side to that arranged marriage i don't think it would be all that bad i uh helped a student who thought that arranged marriage was actually pretty good really I, yeah, yeah. Well, i was going to joke about it but i'm interested to hear what they actually thought they said that it Essentially because when you don't have an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. there's a lot of like drama and a lot of stuff like that that comes uh, with it. Love. Well, yeah. But <laughs> um, but this but she said that when you have your parents pick for you, that they that all that drama's really gone because you know that your parents yeah. like them. That you know that it's usually based off the families that get along, and they look in right. a family mm-hmm. they get along with for a potential person. They're like, your personality <clears throat> would mesh well with unification. Our church. Child. That's what it is. Not oh, universalism. Church. Yeah. There's Christian universalism, and this is unitarian Unitarian universalism. Huh. Something like that. About my marriage. Jeez. Because they had an arranged marriage back when they were in India, I mm. think. Um. Apparently, like the way he described it, he's like they can't. You can't really tell the difference uh, later on. It's just that the relationship starts weird because you're married right. and you kind of go through the whole dating process, and then once 
they want to have dang sex, they can. Because, and sex. like dating where you're like, I want to do that. You're like, oh, we'll wait because we're not married if right. that's what you believe. Right. They don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. And they just move on in their relationship. So mm-hmm. it just makes the relationship timeline look differently. Right. It, it just then, starts at a different time. I think the way he described it is he thought it was good because most of the time they get to know each other through their sense of like, well, we're going to be together forever. Right. So we should make well. it work. Oh, right. And I so they like, make it work instead of being like, well, you know, I, like I was you in now. love with you for two years, but, and then we got married and I sort of like, I don't know. Believe it or not. I don't want to have sex anymore. Believe it or not, the whole idea of non-arranged marriage is fairly new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is. I mean, in the grand scheme it's of things, I guess that's right. true. Yeah. Because for, I mean, it was probably like around Elizabethan England when they were like, hey, you know what? I like you. <laughs> and not I, a guy my parents are trading want, me six cows for. Yeah, I want so, to have a say in this. Right. Let's do this and let's not do that. Right. So... Hmm? Smash? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think genuinely a lot of people blame Shakespeare. Saying, like, when Shakespeare was all lovey-dovey and romantic in his plays, people were like... Man, this is this that is nice. Looks, Shakespeare was the uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey of his generation. Man, that's what was her name? Not what was her name? Anne Hathaway. And what? That's his wife, Anne Hathaway. No, 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 no. The uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, the the bad fan fiction lady. Oh, like E. L. Jones or E. L. Jones, born I can't be bothered. Born in the right wrong now. generation. <laughs> E.L. Jones. Have you read Fifty Shades? True Romance. No. Have you even, like, looked at the first page of Fifty Shades? Yes. It's really bad. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's what you call uh, some spicy reading. But it's not even well written. Not the no, I was kidding. It, yeah, it's not, 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 bad, not good spicy reading. There's two like, kinds uh, of spicy. It's the kind of spice where you're like, that's good. I'm going to go in for more. There's kind of spice where you're like, that tasted bad. It hurts. Um... I'm going to throw all of this away. Also, this relationship is really unhealthy seeming and very suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Danny Elfman did the soundtrack for the movie. Are you serial? E.L. James. E.L. James. Right. Born uh, in the wrong generation. Or L. James. Okay, should we actually talk about something good? I feel like we got some good, good mileage out of that. Arranged marriage and also cult stuff. I feel like we could probably keep going with cult stuff and yeah, cult stuff is really interesting. I'd like to come more prepared for it though. That's fair. Very fair. There's a there's a tape of like the last, um, like the big service where they drank the Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. There's a recording of it. I hate that. But it it's cool. really creepy. I want to watch yeah, it I and uh, make a drone album. <laughs> Realistically, there probably is. There probably already yeah. is like ten. Yeah. Right. But have you ever, have you guys ever heard of the Heaven's Gate UFO cult? Probably. At one point, I would imagine. Yeah. So I think I've heard of it. But. I saw it was just like a a documentary on the front page of Reddit one day. So <laughs> so we know it's legit. We know it's legit. Actually, it is legit because it's it was made by uh, one of the current members of the Heaven's Gate cult. And they actually believe what is going on. And 
they also believe that video editing does not exist. And what? so it's really <laughs> bad. Just no, I shouldn't say that video editing doesn't exist. It's just that their only concept of video editing is like not even reading Rainbow. Like so, it's uh, just like really brutal. It's just like really like raw. late '80s, early '90s PBS, like uh, so you know, like star like shows or something like. Movies. <laughs> they probably, I don't know, lose their minds. Yeah. Into that. What what am I how am I trying to describe it? Like those you know those National Geographic um solar system shows that come on at like two o'clock in the morning in the late two thousands and you were like sixteen. Is it like and you had a box of Twinkies and you're just noshing on them? Is it like a old PSA where they have like the really the wipe or the wipe fades no it's other shots and there's always, i mean like this piano music that's really like, it's it's the really bad synth music yeah right not exactly psa style anyway there's a guy i think he's a spanish ambassador to north korea hmm. all the crazy stuff that they believe about kim jong-il and kim jong-un <laughs> he believes oh no like oh he, like he buys uh, into it. dennis rodman Except no, Dennis Rodman probably doesn't actually. Believe. But part of it is that whenever they have all the like craziness going on, they never see any of that. Hmm. Like when, it, like if you and I went to North Korea and we were big hotshot celebrities, right? And we went to meet with Kim Jong Un, and he was like, "Let me show you North Korea." He would show all these really cool things, like. All these nice hotels, a golf course, all this cool stuff. And then, in the meantime, everyone else is like, I wish I had food. Right. <laughs> Man, clean water, what a myth. Yeah, it's all staged. Right. It's all scripted. Which sounds insane to me. I love that. No, yeah, it is insane. The show was a golf course. <laughs> all of North look at my They're like, hey, golf look, course. I've got all these wonderful cars. Also, look, I got a golf course. I got a golf course. <laughs> right. Look over there. Want to go play golf? And Dennis Rodman's like... Yeah. Yeah, I do. I actually pay no attention to all those starving children. Oh, golf, by the way, not a sport. No, golf isn't a sport. Golf is not a sport. What an insane idea that anyone yeah. thought it was a sport. He just triggered a lot of people. You know, but That's but fine. for You're those people who who dislike those words, <laughs> ask yourself why is it important that like it's considered a sport? a sport? Why is that important? Why to is you? anything being a sport important to anyone? Right. Who can say? Should we talk about something else? Penises? Sports? If you'd like. <laughs> You've got sports stuff to talk about, so um, go for it. How long do we want that to go on? Because it could go on a while. Um, I'll start with the shorter ones. Um, I saw online that apparently the Browns are considering not taking Miles Garrett number one overall. Brown. And I'm... <laughs> I'm really happy about that for lots of reasons because number one reason it's hilarious <laughs> because he's easily the best available player and it's rumored they might take this guy out of I think North Carolina mm. quarterback Michael Trubisky oh I've heard of Mitch who Trubisky. could go anywhere from apparently the number one overall pick to like late second round yeah and I'm like that's absurd Cleveland. There's a lot wrong with every sports team in your entire city. Don't make this part of the list. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Browns is 
like that organization is, is kind of just almost the whole list. It's you've a lot got, of the list. You've got. Well, we're the, gonna talk about problems with Cleveland sports because I could go on. <laughs> right. Harambe. Um. Well, that's Cincinnati, but still, both it's close C. enough. Um, it's true. So does Columbus. <laughs> Which is the so does Charambe. That's not true. That's Chad Charambe. No, Charambe. Oh, Charambe. Sports. Anyway, um. Most of the problems are the Browns. Other problems include the fact that the Cleveland Indians have a rather racially insen- insensitive uh, mascot. Mascot, that is true. That's bad. What? Wahoo the Chief. It's not good. Uh, right, yeah. That's actually pretty bad. <laughs> and the fact When you bring up the fact that his name is Wahoo, His face is bright red. Yeah. Um, it used to be worse. It's he used to have a cigar in his mouth, right? And a nose that was about the size of actual Cleveland. He, They've made steps towards yeah. getting rid of it, but he's still on all of their uniforms, and right. he's at every game. Though they did change their logo to just a big C. He's still the mascot, He's the though. secondary logo. Right. If right. you look up Cleveland Indians, secondary logo, big old Chief Wahoo. But the, I've heard someone say that they have the same good. complaint with the Chiefs. It but got there's... significantly less traction. Yeah. <laughs> because it's yes. like, it'd be like um, if I was from Norway and I was like, my ancestors were Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings need to change their name because I'm triggered. <laughs> and then they're like, but you're white, so who cares? Also, the Chiefs aren't... <laughs> the way I like to think of it, it's like, is hi, uh, Chief. Right. You know, not, what's up, sport? Hey, Chief. Also, our mascot's no, I'm, a I'm wolf. Just it's not yeah. uh, Chief Wahoo. Right, that, I feel like that's the that's the difference right there. If they His name is Ch- actually Chief Wahoo. If they got rid of right. Chief Wahoo, I would have no problem with the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> <laughs> they should change their name to the Cleveland Native Americans. Let's, uh, let's be Chief real Wahoo, here. It should be Cleveland First Nationers. No. Or they yeah. could I've talked change. to actual Native Americans and they're like, don't call us first name. How about we <laughs> but but what do they what do they think about uh Washington's uh football team? The Redskins? Yeah, the Redskins. I went I went on a mission trip to the Red Lo- to Red Lake Reservation in Minnesota mm-hmm. and saw a lot of Vikings merchandise, but saw a couple of Redskins like T shirts. Mm-hmm. Worn by them, mm-hmm. and they were them. Worn by <laughs> First Nationers. <laughs> I mean, I think they were they were Ojibwe, uh-huh. but I mean, which I don't I think know. is commonly called Chippewa. I mean, nobody's dying because right. it's called that. It's just like, yeah, just don't be a dick. It's mostly right. like I said. It's just mostly them being like, this is racially insensitive. Please stop. Right. And then the owner of the team saying, well, um, no, <laughs> I'm going to sell the team, but I'm going to put it in the contract that they can never change the team name so long as I'm alive or my kids are alive. Is that actually true? Yeah. Yes. What? And that so dude is just straight up being a dick at this It's going to have to wait <laughs> until ridiculous. he dies because he's like freaking 85 years old. Yeah. And That's then once his... Kid let's, also dies. Let's kill him with the tomahawk. Oh like god, a big axe, just yeah, like right through the skull, and then we can scalp axe. him. Nice. Or, oh. We should scalp him while 
We should scalp them on live TV. <laughs> During a Washington Redskins game? Yeah. <laughs> then everybody will fall in love with them. Your man. Washington Redskins halftime show is us. Brought to you by... Scalping the owner. <laughs> Brought to you by Papa John's. <laughs> Peyton Manning hey, scalps hey, the owner. Brought to you by Papa John's and... Pennzoil. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, man. And then um, Peyton Manning is like in the middle like, of uh, yep. Uh, slowly. Don't forget about Hill. eating Papa John's. I don't know. Whoa. Boy. Oh, my gosh. God dang it, Bobby. Um, in other silly sports news, Tony Romo signed a one day contract. With the Dallas Mavericks, yeah, I heard about that. Team. Yeah, I heard And I watched that game because I wanted to laugh the whole time, not because the Mavericks are bad, even though they are, but because I was like, one day contracts aren't a real thing. Like essentially, the team being like, "You're a big deal in Dallas. Come have courtside seats." Right. And so, <laughs> the Mavericks or the other team were destroying the other near the end of the game, up by too much to overcome. And Tony Romo gets this look, and he looks at the owner, which is Mark Cuban, and it's like, I'm going to get up and go in. And he stands up, starts walking over to check in, and the coach looks at him, puts a hand out, smiles, and is giving this look that's like, go sit down and your no! <laughs> Dude, that would have been awesome um, if they would have put Tony Romo in. <laughs> they talked to Mark Cuban, and then also the coach, Rick Carlisle, after. Um, Rick Carlisle was like, I looked at Mark, and he was like, no. And I interviewed Mark Cuban, and he was like, I told... Uh, Tony, because they're good friends, mm-hmm. he's like, you can go in if you stretch before the game, because if you pull something while you're under contract, we have to pay for all of your medical yeah. bills. Oh. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. um, I saw you not stretch. <laughs> he's like, you're not going out there. Uh, you being Tony Romo, aka Glass Man, you're not <laughs> going out on that court. Man, oh. You know how much I'd pay to see Tony Romo play <laughs> basketball, though? He's like apparently he's actually good. Surely he really? won't break his back doing that sport. Yeah. Um, they were talking about when they did the practice, because he got to practice with the team, too, the day before and then the day of. They were saying he was going one-on-one with like their guards, even though he's pretty tall, actually. Um, they're like, he's actually decent. They're like, he could probably make a D-League team, which means he's better than over 90% of the population at basketball. But that's... Right? Part of that could just be athleticism. Well, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a right. football player. Well, I saw right. some of the clips, and some of it's like, well, he's athletic. But my thought immediately shouldn't was not, wow, that's impressive and athletic that you can hit a shot like that. That's right. a difficult shot. It was, you can hit that shot after breaking your back, neck, and collarbone 50 times. But I was, was like, what a resilient man. <laughs> it's similar, You're a, it's a similar to when, I think it was the Bengals. Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals had the... Oh jeez, had LeBron James like come out for a practice, and everyone was like, "He's not switching sports, but he's not bad at football." He yeah. played wide receiver, I think. That dude I, is huge. I love yeah. that he <laughs> went to the awesome. I love that he went to the Bengals and not his hometown of Cleveland yeah. because the idea of him in a Browns jersey just—I hate LeBron, and the idea of him in a Browns jersey makes me sick for both LeBron and the Browns. And the Browns. <laughs> I want to make sure that I had that. He might have gone to the Browns. Either one is bad. <laughs> Man. But the... I liked the quote by uh, Mark Cuban. Mm. Because uh, 
they were interviewing him, and they're like, how did you get this to happen? Because you can't just sign someone to a one-day contract because the NBA has to approve all signings, which is why the end of the year when teams are out of playoff contention or they're like, we have our locked-up spot in the playoffs, we're going to rest some of our guys, and we'll sign this no-name guy who's popular on the internet to like a one-day contract and let him come off the bench in the last two minutes and everyone goes yeah i saw him do a backflip on the internet (laughs) um more likely it's oh he does impressions of people on the internet of basketball players it's funny but apparently usually the league's like well you're not doing that and mark cuban essentially i think his quote was uh i asked what the fine would be and it didn't matter. I told Adam Silver, who's the commissioner, he's like, go ahead and find me. I don't care. I'll pay it. Tony's a friend of mine, so I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was pretty great. <clears throat> GG, guys. Tony Romo, I mean. GG, Tony Romo. And if we wanted to continue talking about basketball, there's actual real sports news that's... Uh, Russell Westbrook, who's a freaking amazing player who Mm. just broke the record for most triple doubles in a season. Um, I was looking more into it earlier this week. Um, And there's this big hot debate on if he should win MVP or should there be another guy, James Harden. Mm. Um, It shouldn't be James Harden. I wrote down like a bunch of absurd things that have gone under noticed in this season. Mm-hmm. Is that he played seventy three percent of each game, which is thirty five minutes out of forty eight. This is Westbrook. Yes, for an eighty two game season where he's missing two games total, is insane because that's yeah, a that lot of minutes nuts. in one season. Yeah, no kidding. Um, he's the only guard to average ten rebounds in a season. Uh, since the start of the 2000s, because Jeez. that's as far as I could look up back on the internet. <laughs> and I'm sure if I wanted to look back, I could, but I'm like, that alone is a lot, because right. that's 17 years. Yeah. He's the only one to get ten re- average 10 rebounds. Um, and he was third in assists a game at, like, 10.4, behind only, like, two other point guards, basically. Mm-hmm. One of them being the other guy, James Harden, who averaged, right. like, 11 or almost 12. Um... And the same thing, uh, only per- he's the only person averaging 30 points a game. Uh, Jeez, top man. 25 in field goal percentage. Only point guard, uh, or is one of the point guards top 15 in free throw percentage. Um, just barely missed top 10 in steals a game. Um, and then same thing, uh, 42 triple doubles is stupid is dumb. And I'm like, if you're going to have a season like this... Um, you're going to win MVP. Yeah. And the only people who are voting not for him are like, well, uh, James Harden's team has a better record. But I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> the most valuable of, player. Right. Not, there's a lot of other players if on you, James Harden's team. If you plucked these two players off their team, James Harden's team, which is the Rockets, might make the playoffs. The Oklahoma City Thunder are going to... Uh, wet the bed. Right. Every <laughs> night. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Plastic Man, is it style. Is it like, I've, I've never really paid much attention to the NBA. Is it like every year that there's like a clear, like one guy is the MVP? Like last year I feel like it was clearly like Steph Curry all year was just blasted as like, oh my it god. It was blasted as that because yeah. the team was doing so well. Right. I was of the opinion that if you took him <laughs> off the team though, They'd still be a top right. four team in the West, right. which is where 
good basketball is played. Yeah. Um, the East is where the Cleveland Cavaliers and like the Toronto Raptors and the Celtics have fun and make it to the playoffs <laughs> and then start trying, <laughs> which is why yeah. the West always gets exhausted because the top ten teams are usually better than of the top eight in the East, about yeah. six of them. And so I feel like some years there's clear-cut winners. Like I feel like this year Westbrook's the clear-cut winner. Last year people said Steph was the clear winner. The year before that it was same with Steph. But then like the year before it was widely debated between mm-hmm. like LeBron James because people love LeBron James and ESPN loves LeBron James. But then there's Kevin Durant averaging 37.5 points a game oh and like eight Durant's rebounds, amazing. things like that. And I'm like, you're great. And then you left Oklahoma City. No, I hate it. Charles Barkley should make a comeback. Dude, Charles <laughs> Barkley should go one on one with uh, LeVar, Ball. LeVar Ball. That's all tight. I want to see. Awesome. Because LeVar Ball runs his mouth more than anyone in sports, and he doesn't even play sports. <laughs> Charles Barkley used to be a beast, though. Oh, yeah, Charles Barkley. Oh, well, yeah. Top scorer in the uh, Dream Team. (laughs) I still love Charles Barkley, man. I still put him on my Dream Team. Have you guys seen that commercial with the reversed hoodie at Chip Bowl? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's genius. Samuel L. Jackson. From what I understand, he would (laughs) talk trash, but it'd just be a lot of nonsense. Or it would be, like, legitimate threats of violence. You talking yes. about Charles Barkley? Yeah. <laughs> Where he'd be like, you're going down. Or it'd be like, I'm going to bash your skull in. It's like, I'm like, going to eat your kids. <laughs> right. Oh, he, they're like, what? Charles. Get that next rebound because I value my child's life. <laughs> right. And what's, I read up on the Dream Team, mm-hmm. which is like the 96 basketball, like the USA Olympic basketball team, to be more specific. And. Basically, it was one of the first years where they let professionals play. Yeah. Because previously it was just colleges. It because was like college players. They're like, well, if we do that, then the United States is just going to get the gold medal right. every year. And so they were like, <laughs> eh, we'll allow it. They're pretty diverse. I mean, there's a lot of like European people on the NBA teams. <laughs> and they were proven correct that the USA would take it. Right. Because <laughs> even in like, I think they were playing Spain or Lithuania, something like that. Like, it was a decent basketball team, Mm -hmm. but the coach described playing them as trying to block out the sun with your little finger. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to block out the sun. Because you had just, like, every every position was dangerous. Yeah. Because you had Charles Barkley playing center, and he he had the most rebounds and the most points on the team. You had Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, who... Were both playing for the Bulls at the time and right. were really good friends the, and played the really whole well. Whole roster right. could have been starting and you'd been like, "Well, that's a problem." It then they been, put in the bench. This is right worse. <laughs> it, would have, <laughs> it would have been more fair if they split up the team and gave one player to each country. <laughs> but USA still would have won. Right. From what I understand, Michael Jordan like stayed up until three, then like played a round of golf and then went to the game destroyed whoever up. showed up yeah it's like <laughs> went home you want a guard they're like you have isaiah thomas michael jordan right. larry burt charles barkley uh hakeem Olajuwon. the list right. just goes on it's and you're absurd. like we have no bench depth and you guys have the all-star team of the nba <laughs> for your whole roster yeah. <laughs> it gets real out of hand 
Which is, I think that's why, what was it, like two Olympics ago when we got a bronze or like a silver? Because a bunch of our main people were like, eh, I'm like going to a wedding that week, so. Right, yeah, and most I'm of the out. guys we sent were like 22 or 23, right. including like guys who now are like really good and one who's the all-time leader in Olympic right. basketball points. It's like LeBron. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, all these guys are like, these guys are super good. I'm like, well, back then, they, they were, were 22. They yeah. were fine. They were good, but they all, had, they all had a bad game, and they managed a silver, and everyone's like, well, this is garbage. I'm right. like, it's a silver medal. We <laughs> sent a C-list and got, our, got a silver. <laughs> then next Olympics, we were like, well, we're not doing that again, and then sent a B-list, probably, and right. took gold very e very easily. Which was until, I think, it wasn't this last one, but the uh, Olympics before that, they had another just stacked list of players oh, yeah. again, and they were like, which team's better? The Dream Team or this year's team? Well, and still then, the Dream Team. And then they're like, this is a hot debate. And they debated because they both just had pretty much identical stat lines point-wise. Mm -hmm. I'm like, poor rest of the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, what's better? Our old Olympic team or our new Olympic team? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and everyone's like, we got silver. And we're like, shh, shh. Our old Olympic team destroyed people better, I guess. So maybe them. <laughs> so but maybe. the new Olympic team is still winning, even though the NBA has more for more players from other countries. So, the best you know, it's story, a real debate. I like the best story from Olympic <laughs> basketball. But it's based around the fact that the USA still destroys whoever comes up. Yeah, the yeah. two times we yes. haven't gotten gold medals were the one year we got the silver, and one time we didn't participate because we were protesting the Olympics being in Russia. Thanks, Jimmy Carter, or whoever it was. Yeah, Jimmy Regardless, Carter. Regardless, we were like, yeah. how could you? Just And we're like, we didn't get a gold. Everyone's like, for those two times you didn't get gold, and we were like, didn't go to that one. Right. right. So it's really just one fluke. time. <laughs> and this other one was basically the the... We sent in the bench. Not like the people on the bench. We sent in the bench to play for us. And we got some. <laughs> and it beat all bench. of you. Yeah. Right. One. Right. right. <laughs> These baby-faced college kids. I and liked... we sent in and we beat. We made it to silver. I liked around the 2000s, just when that was going, like, just starting. There was an Olympics where a guy ended someone's career in the Olympics. Not because of an injury, but because this guy from... Eastern Europe was like seven foot five. Oh my! Three hundred pounds, and mm -hmm. we had a guy who's like six four, mm -hmm. dunk so high over him that uh, the man's face made contact with the man's uh, tender bits, <laughs> and he just dunked over him. And then that tall tender guy bits. had been signed by the New York Knicks. Uh -huh. They called him the next day, and they're like, "Hey, man." Stay home. Stay there. We're <laughs> releasing your contract. <laughs> I was like. Vince Carter ended O'Han's career sure by dunking did. over him. I'm by like dunking on him and also teabagging him at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no matter what you do, you'll never end someone's career by doing your job so well that they're like, hey, buddy, uh, don't come to work because that's, you're done. That's the most dominant thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Forget Michael Jordan. Yeah, Vince right. Carter ended someone's he career. Scoring on someone. While humiliating them with your ball sack. Right. And <laughs> ruining their future. Also, the scoring that you happen to be doing is 
dunking right. on them. Which is basically <laughs> you're dunking over with them. Flourish. <laughs> it was it's intentional dominance. It's my favorite story from Olympic basketball. So like, oh, this great story about this overcoming victory. I'm like, no, 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 no. Vince Carter ended someone's career. Did Vince Carter like take his wife home as well? Oh, as like a trophy. I wish he would have just like peed on him right afterward. In acceptance. Yeah. And the guy's like, this is this is He just kneels down. This is what I deserve this. <laughs> have my wife, please. It's so absurd. My kids are gonna call you dad now. <laughs> it's so great because I'm like, this guy's over a full foot taller than this mm-hmm. guy, and the short guy's like, okay, I white. see that. But what if I, I don't know, go over you? kind of spread my legs a little bit and then just dunk over you and it's not even like I can kind of reach the rim it's like oh full extension I'm just gonna reach over you and I'm like that's absurd also by the way my balls are in your mouth sorry yeah that's the most embarrassing part there was no apology given right yeah though I feel like the only thing that comes close is when that guy it was like a short guy and he dunked on a taller guy I can't remember the context of this but when he let go of the rim, he had he was sitting on the guy's shoulders. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. And the guy's like, get off me. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think I've seen that. I love it when, because they'll dunk up one side of the rim and then just kind of like, they'll get the momentum and just ride mm-hmm. it around. And they'll just kind of be like, whoops, and just throw their legs over a guy's shoulders <laughs> and be like, how do I get off? <laughs> the, re- the refs are like... Come on, come on, man. You can't do that. Come on. That's don't, you know that's bad. Don't Vince Carter this man's career. Like <laughs> it's uh, it's my favorite thing. Especially because I think funny. it was Nate Robinson who's like yeah. shorter than me, and I'm not a tall man. So it he cracks is, me up when guys that are like not even significantly like dangerously shorter than someone dunk over someone. And do horrible things to that person's career. Isaiah Thomas was sort of like that. It was back before... And like, just people could bring out and like use people. his number, even though it's probably retired. We're going to retire Isaiah Thomas again! And then he just wears his like one-off number, so everyone <laughs> just like puts tape over their old Isaiah Freaking Thomas jerseys it. and just writes in with like a Sharpie the new number. <laughs> That's great. Are we Gucci? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Should we do a question to end it? Sure. Yeah. So, uh, what? PDT. Wrapping up. So we'll do a question to wrap it up. So, question is, it's related to movies. Okay. So there's Beauty and the Beast, uh-huh. which is a live action adaptation of a fairy tale, but it was an animated movie. Mm-hmm. So what live-action movie do you want to see an animated adaptation of? Ooh. <laughs> that's a good question. I'm assuming um, and why. Well, yeah. Okay. If um, it's just like, uh, Die Hard! The end! I'm gonna say Independence Day. Why? Because it'd be epic, man. Like, think about... Think about, like, the, the amazing, like, Evangelion, like, anime-style huge explosions. So you're, thinking, like, like, you're thinking, like, Akira. Yeah. Type. Yeah. Like, like, like an end of the world. Like, Akira Toriyama. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
Which would be would be sick. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the visuals of that would be astounding. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll say. I can get behind that. They'd have to uh, <clears throat> mix up the narrative a little bit. Actually, no. I don't want them to mix up the narrative. Yeah, just straight up. I want that. They to need be to get the voice actors the same. Will Smith, they Jeff Goldblum. They need to have the president instead of flying in a jet fly in like a giant fighting robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like punches the alien ship. Right. That would be right in the laser. <laughs> right in the, the laser bubble. Yeah. That's how that would yeah. that movie would end, I imagine. Except no, cousin Eddie would be would fly up into the he, he would be in a giant mech. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid in a giant mech would would right. like fist the the laser of the the, the alien aircraft. The spaceship butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Fist the butthole. Fist the that butthole. would be that would be the tagline. <laughs> Independence Day. Fist, fist the, the butthole. butthole. <laughs> and it's just yeah. a picture of Randy Quaid's face. <laughs> oh gross. <laughs> kind of emerging from some sort of like <laughs> Some sort of oh, fleshy viscous. I dude, I I gotta look up like. I wonder if anybody's done like a weird fan f fiction for uh, Randy Quaid and like put it in an anime comic or something. Oh, it has man. to have something. I, I love that idea. All right. If you have a thought, go first because I had a thought and that super distracted me and I got thrown <laughs> way off course. See, this is my question and I don't even know because I think I could come up with something. I want to say Forrest Gump. Huh. But I feel like that would be... But not Akira Toriyama. Like if it Miyazaki was like, or something? It would be like Disney. Yeah. Right. Where it's like <coughs> Forrest Gump is just this guy and he keeps having all these random things happen. To him. Right. Right. And I like just, that idea. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be heartwarming. Yeah. And also sad. Just like the real movie. It'd be like yeah. the first five minutes of Up. Except without the heartwarming part. Just continue. Right. It gets worse. Right. It's like, just very sad. <laughs> Why, why do I like this movie? <laughs> Which, I'm not even... Like, Forrest Gump is a fine movie. I just feel like it would be an interesting animated it adaptation. Would. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm sure there's a better answer out there. No, I like it. And Andrew's gonna provide it. Uh, you better not get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of depends on how... Kind of how I would want... I'm thinking about either Ferris Bueller, depending on who good. would do it, or, better yet, The Goonies. Ooh, the depending on who does excellent. it, if it was like um, Pixar, I'd be like, fine. More mm. realistically, I'd want it to be like a Miyazaki type film. Yeah, it'd be a great Miyazaki be type film. That'd um, be amazing. Yeah, yeah it'd be, be really good. <laughs> Just so much going on in that movie. Like, I can't even think of everything that happens in that movie, but it would be such a great. I feel film like picture. Just the interesting visual of the pirate ship part. Where it's just like this pirate ship in a cave, and the guy with the Superman shirt. I feel like that mm -hmm. as a whole would also, just be enough stuff for him yeah. to play with. That also, Chunk would become this fantastic cartoon character. Chunk Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just so much about that movie. I also thought uh, if I wanted to make a bad one, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, nice. Because that would be yeah, a terrible yeah. animated one, but yeah. I'd watch the heck out of it. I feel like. That would just be like Zootopia, <laughs> like a, but yeah, like that a was gritty just Zootopia, Zootopia, right? Right. <laughs> like I a, like Zootopia. A really, I, I saw yeah, part of it. I yeah. thought it was fine. It was I feel like it'd just be like a grittier Zootopia. 
<laughs> with that. that dynamic. Like That's they'd true. even they'd change the characters and animals and stuff. Right. <laughs> and so you have like these hard nosed animal cops and then this hot shot LA cop who's a like rabbit. a fuck or a, a fuck or a <laughs> donkey. Uh, donkey. donkey. <laughs> Alright. On that note, um, Ghostbusters. We'll end the podcast. Ghostbusters would be good. Did Actually, they, they had a show. Yeah, Ghostbusters they, well, had an like If they did something else, like a real good movie, right? with a good amount of budget, that's fair. Which Ghostbusters? Do you mean the, new one. the good one or the one from the 80s? I don't understand your question <laughs> because there's only one Ghostbusters set of movies, and yeah. it's the one with Bill Murky. Yeah. You're right. Well, they didn't right. make a new Ghostbusters, they made just a bad movie. Yeah. It wasn't good. Alright, because we're all sexist. Bye! Poopy duty time. Peter Darren Thomas.